Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to Rule the Roost podcast. I'm your host, Jack Tetrunk Hussey. And I'm joined this week only, well, not only, I don't want to give you a short bill in there, Seb, but I'm, I'm, I'm only joined by Sebastian Stafford Bloor. How are you doing, yeah, Seb? I'm doing good, mate. Man down. Yeah, man down, man down. Raj, shout Raj uh, shout out to Raj Baines. He's, yeah, he is moving house and he's, he's a bit stressed. And he said that he didn't want to come on and basically. Either have a go at us or have a go at Spurs because he's you know in the toils of moving house. So well, yeah, like, I can appreciate or, or offend an entire part of the audience, like say America. Yeah, because if he did that, that would you know be very out of character. That would be out of character. Yeah, would be out of character. Um, quite a lot to talk about this week, mate. Well, transfer well, deadline we day. Live this as well because we've got a lot to talk about it, but we haven't we haven't uh, we haven't done a running order, so this this could go wrong potentially. But I, I quite like that. It's just this, you know. Two and a half hour special. Scattergun approach, isn't it? <laughs> We're just going to get shouted at again. Yeah. <laughs> throwing a, I don't know, throwing a cow pat into a blender and seeing what happens. Seeing how it comes out, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's going to be, it's going to be something. Um, I hadn't really thought about that. This is, this is off to a, this is off to a flying start. Let's start with Everton. Um, you didn't have a good time at Everton? Uh, I, I didn't have a particularly bad time. I mean, it it wasn't the most fun game to watch, if I'm honest. I mean, I think I think a lot of us could probably agree with that. And nil nil's never particularly fun, is it? I mean, you can appreciate, you know, whatever, however you've played and stuff, but it's you know, no one no one wants to go and watch a nil nil. I think also there was a sort of sense of urgency because we now have an international break, and we have to spend the next two weeks looking at the league table with us, like a point above the relegation zone. I don't. I'm not sure that the sort of the result was as relevant as the kind of come on, let's get the season started, let's feel like we're up and running, and that was because I don't think we did play badly. I, I I thought Everton was just another example of all the shortcomings we had because I know we we, we um, made the we, we we signed Sun the day before, but you know the team was the same. Clinton and Jay wasn't there. Clinton, as we're supposed to call him. Um, <laughs> so it was it was exactly the same, just paceless. Possession football uh, had some good chances. We played. I, I thought. I thought Eric Dyer played really well. There's a positive. Um, he's he's been played exceptionally well. Some very encouraging comments from him this week as well. Um, when he was asked about his 
his midfield role. And he said, I'd play up front for Spurs. I'd play up I play anywhere for this boss because he's put a lot of faith in me and I want to repay that to, to him and to the supporters. It, I, I guess a lot of that is a kind of generic footballer soundbite, isn't it? But It's still nice. Yeah, I mean, I, it is nice. I, I also think there's a bit of improvement because I know when this started happening in pre-season, it was kind of like, oh, God, really? Sends back in midfield. But there's definitely been... like He's played the position in a kind of... in a slightly smarter way every week. Um, and I just thought he, he does provide a little bit of security and Everton didn't uh, Larice made one save in the first half but Everton didn't really do that much against us they didn't did they That that's uh, what I think surprised me quite a lot is that we always we always looked very comfortable and again yeah. you know people are complaining about our start to the season so on and so forth but we've actually played some fairly decent teams I mean Everton looked like a tidy side they looked like a side that will be you know, because they have their kind of off years, on years, off years, on years. This looks like one of those years when they're probably going to challenge us for those kind of, you know, yeah. top five, sixth, seventh place finishes, you know? Because they've had a great start. I watched um, the only 90 minutes I'd watched of them prior to this weekend was um, their game at Southampton. They were mm. fantastic. They were absolutely brilliant. And um, and we made them look, I mean, they're, they're a competent side and, and they are quite difficult to break down, but we made them look quite average. Um, and you know, Lukaku I mean, was non-existent yeah Lukaku could, did nothing against our centre-backs which is great to see because um, he's exactly the kind of player that I remember when he was um, that year he was on loan at West Brom and he came on for I think it might have been like the last 20 minutes at White Hart Lane and he absolutely ruined us he didn't score but he just he, he terrified all of our players yeah um, he's had a good year good start to the season yeah well. he's, he, he really has and he yeah he did nothing so that's really nice, and I, I don't know. It, it, we're a team that relies on um, on fine margins at the moment, and, and I suppose if you want a positive, it's that we did create chances, and we should have won the game. Uh, Kane obviously should have scored probably twice. Uh, Mason definitely should have scored at least once. Um, but I, not to to sound like an apologist, but I think you start to worry when you're not creating anything rather than when you're not taking the chances. Obviously, you worry a little bit about both, but. I think it's more important that we're playing good enough football in a sort of nice, stable way than, than I don't know. It could be worse. I, I, it would just, it just wasn't. I think it, it's not that it was bad. It was just that it wasn't quite what we wanted to see. And I, I also, people were kind of a lot of people didn't realise that that Son hadn't been registered in time to play and kind of were a little disappointed not to see him. And but he he hasn't had his clearance or his work permit yet, so that was, that was never going to happen. So it was just a kind of underwhelming day generally. Yeah. Um... But and you paid to go to it, whereas I just watched it on TV. So that, so well, that mate, yeah, but I, I can't help that I'm a better fan than you, Seb. You, you know, can't mate, help that. Like, it's, you, know, <laughs> you shouldn't even be talking about the game, to be honest, no, mate. Yeah, absolutely right, there, mate. No, no. Well, I, you know, if you could see me, my, my cheeks are flushed with embarrassment. As I stood in the stands, I, per- I, yeah, I was quite drunk. I'll be honest. I, <laughs> you were, you were periscoping. I was periscoping the game, and then I kind of just thought, I'm, I'm that prick. But to be fair, I wasn't holding it up on a selfie stick or anything like that. I was just holding it respectfully down at my front. I was offering my own little bits of commentary here and there as well. Um, I like that um, that you. What was the last game you went to at White Hart Lane? Was that Stoke? Yeah. Because so before the Stoke game, you you posted a series of photographs on uh, across your social media channels, <laughs> where you you were having a pretty good time, um, seemingly. And 
again, you, you kind of did the same thing on Saturday. I like to contrast the kind of the joviality in your face in those photographs with the this is fucking shit text that I got from you halfway through the first half. <laughs> um, yeah, then, it, it's, I'm it's, so bored. Ellipsis. It, 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 <laughs> it is quite, it's, it's, it's quite fun doing the pub bit before, but in the actual, in the actual ground, it's, it's pretty hard work at the moment. Like there's a, it, it wasn't terrible this week. It wasn't as bad as against Stoke where there was, there was a lot of vitriol and, you know, losing a two goal lead. Does it, it, you know, inevitably cause a bit of discontent? But people weren't too bad. Although one thing I did find quite funny is Alex Pritchard came on and people were like, and then he kind of didn't really do anything. And after genuinely about seven minutes, some bloke near me was like, "He's quite shit that Pritchard, actually, isn't he?" And I just thought, "Ah, good God, good God, get in the bin, you know, just go the skip the sea." Wherever. I, I, I remember flush yourself down the toilet. I used to sit a couple of rows in front of someone. Uh, this is years back now. Um, who just? I, I, I think he went to White Hart. I think it had a season ticket just as a kind of as a form of catharsis. He just he used it as somewhere where he could get all the anger in his life out. And now I, I didn't hear him. I mean, I, I was I sat around him for for nearly five years, and I don't think I heard him say anything positive to the point where, um, I think. It, I think it was Dimitar Berbatov's first home game, and it was against like, someone like Sheffield United. I don't know if that sounds right, but he um, Berbatov scored in after about twenty minutes, and, and and for the first sort of eighteen of those minutes, just slagging him off because he wasn't running around. And it's it's just that kind of fan is ever just thinking it's one of the most gifted forwards the club has ever had, really. But okay, um, but it's just that level of it's like a default response, isn't it, to be negative? That's your your default setting. With some fans, they're, I don't know. They're going to be bastards until they're proven wrong, and that's there's no kind of. It should be the other way around. You know, you're you're with a player until he gives you reason not to be. I suppose, but then some of our our fans just, I don't know. They're, they're so they're so used to hating everything about Spurs that they can't help themselves. They're just used to hating everything. Aren't everything. They, really? They're probably hating an awful lot of other things outside the stadium. But they're the sort of people that hate the fact that their kids like new things why do you why do you why do you listen to that bloke on the tv that all the other young people like what do you like him for he's useless i don't like him doesn't make music for me so why do you like him that kind of bloke you know we just can't fathom why like you know people like different things yeah and it's complete completely rejects any anything which veers even slightly from his own opinion about everything one of that kind of that kind of person probably votes you Yeah, that kind of person. Yeah, that kind of person. Fits nicely with a kind of zero tolerance theme that he probably had throughout most of his life. Yeah. Uh, Or she. We're we're uh, That's true. uh, It could just as well be a woman. That's true. We we God, we've turned into him. Yeah. So of course that's shit. I don't like you. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like doing this pod. Fuck it. Turn it off. Stop recording now. Don't like anyone that listens to it. Don't like any feedback. Don't like talking. Uh, I do. My ego. My ego keeps me coming back, mate. I couldn't. Oh, no, uh, no. I listen to it and laugh along at my own jokes whilst we recorded it. <laughs> right. That's what surprised me. Raj, Raj said that he. Okay, Raj edits it, so he's exposed more to the pod than, than, than I am. But I just think. And he, he doesn't listen to it, but I, I, I regularly. I, I listen to it on my iPod as I'm. Um, 
my iPhone as I'm walking down the street and I'll laugh along to myself, at myself. Tremendous. Raj probably like edits. He's probably got like lost tapes that he keeps at home. I bet he's got like, you know, like those... Those those shit episodes of The Simpsons that everyone hates when they make like the compilation episodes when they can't be bothered to make a new one. Exactly, I bet yeah. I bet Raj has got one of those where he's like edited all his bits together and he just listens to it and probably, probably re-records his bit. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I made a good point there, patting himself on the back. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it a family show. I would probably say something else ordinarily, but I'm not going to. Um. Thanks for leaving us with that imagery, though. That's well, exactly. Yeah, I know your mum's listening, so I'm not going to exactly behave, make rude jokes. Um, let's uh, let's talk about I don't know what should we, let's talk about the sun signing that came came a bit out of the left. Oh, that really, was great, it? wasn't it? That was lovely. Let's yeah, let's be let's be positive about that. It's uh, it's very good sign. I mean, when when it first kind of dropped that you know representatives were talking to his representatives, I think we we said sort of texted each other like, yeah, what a load of bollocks. Because yeah. it, it, you would well, kind of associate him with a probably a, a move to Man United, for example, like like Marital Marshall, however you pronounce it, as as Martial, just I think, is the yeah for thirty six million pounds. Well, what, what, typical Spurs, weren't we offered about seven million or something for him? Yeah, uh, earlier you know what, on. I'd rather I'd rather we were like that, Jack, because that's just sort of a, it's a, a so lovely Tottenham, approach. Though, so funny, like. <laughs> have seven and ten percent of the resale yeah do you know what i mean yeah and if he scores a hundred goals for us in his first season we'll give you another 10 mil you we'll know like. 300 grand <laughs> and we'll play a friendly in pre-season yeah do you know what i mean <laughs> fucking hell cheers dan <laughs> i am um, i was speaking to to our good friend musa um a couple of hours ago and apparently that the basic fee for, for my 36 million pounds it could rise to 60 and I, I, I don't mean to, to trash a, a young player before his career is even born, but he's... But 60? It, dependent on performance. I don't know if that's true, but that, that was Moose's understanding, and Moose is pretty reliable with this stuff. Um, and he's not someone that kind of just swallows Twitter ITK nonsense. Um, but yeah, it, it could rise to that depending on what he does. And you just think, Christ, Monaco have seen Man United coming a mile away. I mean, well, well played. I mean, because... They've they've turned up and, and and they've had all these needs, these glaring needs, all the way through the summer, and um, <laughs> you've left it into the last day. We go right. Well, we absolutely have to have another forward, a bit of pace, and some goals. And Monaco have gone right, and you've got twenty four hours to do it. So either pay this or fuck off, and they paid it, which is. But they just they they're terrified of. They look fucking. You, Man United are dreadful. You, you well, I think the thing for me is that they've spent so much money and they have a fucking good squad. They have a lot of very very talented players, but as a yeah. team, they look terrible. And as you said the other day, it, it, it is time for Louis Van Gaal to stop living off of his reputation because he is failing as the manager. That's 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 all you can yeah. say really. Like they they don't look well, anywhere close to a team. Place. They. No, they, well, that's absolutely right. I don't think they are. But I, I think that there's a failure from top to bottom, though, because what I saw, I mean, okay, they beat us and they beat Villa and they drew with Newcastle, but there was no, I mean, they might not have um, taken any points from any of those games because they had chances to lose all of them. And, um, and yeah, but, but you, you can't, Van, Van Housed is is obviously complicit in that failure, but then size so Edward Wood, because look at, look at the money that's been spent. On just, I mean, it's spent thirty million pounds on Luke Shaw, thirty six on Martial, 
Um, a lot of money on Schneidlin, who is a good player, but 59 million on, on Di Maria, and then you give up on him within a year. Incredible money. 42 on Mata. So we are, we're, hello, Raj Baines as well. Oh my God. It is the Man United podcast. You've, uh, we've rebranded in your absence. Yeah. Uh, it was I more missed the 20 minutes of um, self-service checkout talk as well in the meantime. No, that's at the end. Just because right. that's the bit people tune into. So we want to make sure everyone listens to the first bit before they get to the gold. All right, I've not missed anything then. No, yeah. <laughs> no. How's the move, mate? Um, well, rather than just having one house, that's a tip. We've now got two. Um, so <laughs> um, it's just that this is the one week now. Um, we're just sort of everything's starting to finish off and, and getting things packed up from Leeds to take over. So um, the internet actually turns off here. Yeah, in a couple of hours, and then it'll be turned back on on the third in Huddersfield. So we'll be in the dark ages for a couple of days. But luckily, being on, you know, a ten minute walk from my granddad's, or you know, not even that, about a ten second walk from my granddad's, more like, um, you know, we're not going to be struggling. So internet, should be right. Just uh, internet turns off in a couple of hours, mate. We should have time to finish the first half at least. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just about, hey, hey, no idea how long I've, I've got because hey, I uh, I didn't realise you two were recording today. Um, I thought you'd be recording tomorrow, which is why I told you I weren't I weren't available. But uh, um, I've got a, I think ten fifteen minutes now where I'm, I'm needed. So you just couldn't should be able to just uh, chat to you a lot and make make my voice heard for a little while. Make Brand. sure you you're brave in yourselves. Brand this, is, this is just regulation, isn't it? Really, just to make sure. Yeah, we're not, it's, yeah exactly. uh, it's just. The lack of trust, to be honest. Is that one of those big fucking, you, that, you know, those, this, big, yeah. those big white balloons in the prisoner, that old uh, that old <laughs> series? So we start fucking recording and he just appears just ominously on the horizon. <laughs> there you go. Round the corner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Did you, uh, those used to terrify me. Fucking horrible, mate. Those big white balloons. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you see they, they rebooted that series on, like, on... ITV two or something, and they they gave it about four or five episodes. It was actually all right, um, but then they just I, I think it got cancelled or something, so they didn't finish it. And there you go. Um, but apparently we've got representatives in Brazil this second now trying to sign Alexandra Pato. Um, isn't it just some blocks in suits? Yeah, it's probably a load of bollocks, isn't it? But. No smoke without fire. That's what people are talking about. Let's give the people what they want to hear, Raj. Let them eat cake, you know. Yeah. Um, would you be happy with it? Um, well, the price being discussed, it's only, um, what was it, 12 million euros or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. Fuck which off. is a ridiculous price. It's For, for a player who has had uh, a ridiculous amount of industry, in, injury concerns, but has had has you know played at the highest level. Um, it's probably worth a gamble, given it's this late in the day. Uh, if the price was any higher, then of course I'd have reservations. Um, but but for this, it seems like a you know a, a no lose situation. Just sort of a cheap punt towards the end of the window. If it doesn't work, then we've not wasted too much money. We I don't imagine they'll give him too long of a contract. Probably, you know, a year, 18 months at most to see how it goes. And then with an option on the club's behalf to, to tack on more should they wish. So um, if they deal with it sensibly enough for the for the prices being talked about, then I, um, I've i got no issue with it. I mean, what are we thinking about this? I mean, is, is he 
kind of going to be playing as that kind of like inside forward, or is he going to be up there competing with Harry Kane to be like the 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 centre point, as it were? I would, well, no, I, I do. He'd have to play at the top because we seem to be stockpiling players who play either side, don't we? Mm. Yeah. Um, so we we could do either. I think the the option and the variety is no bad thing. The fact that we've got players who can apparently do a job in the sense should needs be and it it feeds into the fact that perhaps they can play fluidly between them. Um I think the the main concern now now is just enough bodies in there that being able to rotate and, and have a functional side in four competitions that doesn't include Harry Kane playing ninety minutes sixty times a year. Um mm. Is is probably the priority at the minute because we we really can't mismanage him um, for much longer because it'll just nah. it'll be bad for player and and club if anything if we if we you know put too much more pressure on his shoulders it'll just help nudge him further towards the door mm. because um, it's not a situation that everyone wants to be. No, in, it's, it? it's 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 not to buy into this hyperbole of one season wonders or any none of that bollocks <laughs> at all, but his. Uh, his one-on-one, the kind of the the miss, if you like, against Everton, that to me is probably indicative of quite a bit of pressure on his shoulders because he he yeah. he would have put that away without even thinking about it last year. But he 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 stopped himself, you know, he stalled and he thought about it for too long. And well, yeah. I think the the opposite phrase there is think about it because he he did he he wouldn't have thought about it in any way at all last year. He'd have just run through and and it would have just been a bit more fluid. Whereas you could actually see the the. The gears in his mind clicking and just thinking, you know, where should I position them? Because it, it, the problem with that was his setting touch. When he came into the box, mm. he just put it onto his left a little bit too much. And it was just, yeah, it looked like a player. It, he, he looked like um, he looked like Soldado against Fiorentina. Oh, God, don't tell me that. No, but I mean, it, it, was, it, it was slightly reminiscent of that because he, he ran through and he looked as confident as could be, composed, great. And then he got into the box and he started to think about what he was about to do. And just got himself into a muddle, and you know, two and two for Bobby Soldier as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I've just um, drawn up um, Alex Pato's statistics on Wikipedia. Have you just watched the YouTube compilation? So? Yeah, no. I'm going to pretend I'm going to write a thousand word essay about him on that YouTube comp, and I'm going to go to whoScored.com as well just to fill in the gaps. Um, but he is, um, he's someone we always assume is, is kind of suffers from injury, but he's played. Played in 143 games in three years in Brazil, so he's pretty. Um, he seems to have been on loan at Sao Paulo for two of those years, but he's been a fairly regular. Seems to be quite fit at least. Is he scoring goals? Fifty in uh, fifteen hundred forty-three. I think his injuries were his reason that he left Milan. I think he it just was, fell out. It was he, political he out why he left Milan, Milan, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think it was a little bit of no, both. He, he was. He, he was with. Um, Is that all of us, or is that just one of us? No, I'm still here. And that's... I'm here. Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah, you're saying... <laughs> oh, right. Was that... I, thought... I was just wondering. I thought this... it felt like it was going on somewhere else. No, I'm not saying that. I... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think at Milan, the issue was that he was in a relationship with Barbara Berlusconi and that went sour and then because she has such a uh, an influence at the club um, she didn't really want him hanging around and I don't imagine he will have wanted to be around either so and that was a, a, a large contributing factor to why he left the club um, as far as I'm aware from what I remember of the time anyway um, because they were, now, were together I'm, yeah I think I'm right in saying oh, okay alright Oh. Um, still, still a annoying lack of a ball-winning midfielder in the side. Like as much as we're saying, Dyer's doing a very good job. It would still be nice to have someone that's actually yeah, Roy Keane. You mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, screwing him in. Love him. Get him back. I would quite like a nasty player in the midfield. Like someone. Eric Dyer's getting there. That's a tackle. Probably already spoken about it. Not just this is a tackle, but it was after that he kept going in because the Everton players were obviously getting a bit more rough with him because he'd he'd hurt their mate. But he was um, he was giving himself a bar a bit, and he doesn't shrink away, does he? No, he annoyed um, he annoyed Lukaku at a corner at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I was. uh, I was liking that his little mean streak because he don't look like he's got it in him because he's got such a you know like a pretty boy posh boy face he looks like he should be in that that Riot Club film that was released not long ago he's got one of those faces wasn't um, Seb in that one it was actually based on Seb's, yeah. Seb's schooling wasn't it um, but no he's um, he, I, I like the fact that he put him he put himself about it but he was uh, it was nice to see we had um, there's a, a report going around that we we have hold an interest in crisis is going transfer window in a hurry, isn't it? Um, that we we have an interest in Axel Witzel, uh, according to Sky. No, that's not going to happen. Fucking, I think they're, they're, they're pretty skeptical about because I think his buyout clause is about seventy three million, and we've, I know we've Zenit offered sixty million to... euros. <laughs> yeah, I think Zenit have got to sell players. Uh, Putin's putting this new law now where. Um, there has to be a certain number of Russian players in the side. So all the big clubs are having to sell the foreign players because he's concerned that they're going to embarrass themselves um, at the World Cup when it's at their place. I don't Um, think think Fitzel will be be top of the pile of foreign players to be sold, though. No, that's for example, that's why Rondon went to uh, West Brom, because they would have probably kept him uh, if they could have done. Um, I mean, Hulk's probably the one that they're going to want to keep hold of the most, but apparently... And Witzel as well, we were talking about Pato at Milan. He's been linked with Milan for about a good fortnight now. So it almost sounds as if we're being chucked in there as a name by agents and whatnot, just to sort of force Milan's hand into making that move happen. Um, Because he he does appear to be... But from everything I've read and from not Sky Sources, but actual reputable 
journalists in, in Belgium and things. What do you, what do you say about Lyle Thomas there, mate? What, 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 are you, what are you getting at there with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I wasn't naming any names. Just you know, the I, I, novelty to me because I was, I was introduced to him by uh, Billy T. I hadn't heard of him before, and um, uh, yeah, had a yeah, was laughing at his timeline on Friday with the kind of son's not happening, and then it happened. Wasn't wasn't it? Was, uh, <laughs> oh, I wasn't aware of. It that. was a bit of a Tancredi. Tweets got deleted. Timelines got adjusted. It was uh, yeah, funny. Oh, I feel sorry for them people because. Can you imagine if that was your job? Sort of gets, to be well, I think people do puppy. sort of get stuck into that world of of being given things to say and whatnot, and they're almost used as as pawn. And on the odd occasion they do get one right, it'll boost their Twitter followership up to a ridiculous level and they'll be seen as having had a correct, you know, call. And then when it goes awry in the future, um, they do end up looking a little bit silly. Um, there was some, you... there was that poor guy, the the uh, by all accounts he's quite reliable, but the um the Arsenal Benzema thing for like weeks he kept uh he kept tweeting, Oh no, he, he's in a private plane circling Heathrow. Any minute it's going to be announced. Any minute it's going to be announced. <laughs> and um, yeah, there were there were Twitter scenes when um, when Benzema posted what he did. That was uh, yeah. So it's kind of oh, it is clearly. And, and then called business. them a load of clowns as well, which I thought was <laughs> yeah. particularly brilliant. We 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 did see. Um, well, our, I mean, our we, old we talked. Absolute we've talked. About... getting sucked into that. I mean, usually usually quite a cynical person, but he he went along for that ride. The Benzema had money on it and everything. We um, what I was saying was, you know, you know these transfer dealings. Though, the more you you read about how they actually happen and what they're like, it we've we've talked for months now about me moving house. It, it almost feels like. I'm just, because, I'm um, just, I know we're talking about transfers, lads. So I'm just giving us a bit more of a dramatic backing soundtrack as well for this part. So we're talking about transfers. So. People complain about our Robbie eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Fixer has apparently handed in a transfer request, guys. What do we think about that? I've told you we need to... We need to, you know, tell us about these things in advance so that we can clear them, you know. Don't forget about my, uh, my ITK on Bender as well, lads. <laughs> That's why people listen to Rule the Roost podcast. Breaking transfer stories. I, I, I fear Raj's threshold for this kind of creativity is quite low at the moment. David De Gea is, is on his way to Real Madrid. What does this mean for Hugo Lloris, even though Keylor Navas has gone to Man United in the opposite direction, guys? Sergio Romero hasn't looked convincing for United. It's the space for Lloris and their team. I'm just going to continue. This is the sort of thing that I'd be editing out for definite. I'd have marked down my timestamp. What, the fun stuff? And, uh, nobody would hear this apart from me and Seb who've had to sit through the parts that aren't you talking. <laughs> That's a bit serious. You know, I, 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 had a, I, had a, I had a thought earlier today in that because Manchester United are obviously throwing money at a problem they don't really understand. If you were a club like us, I'm not saying that we should actively try and sell our players. But if you were, say you're Daniel Levy and you're aware that United probably have a, a spot somewhere in their squad for an attacking midfielder, a central-based attacking midfielder. Wouldn't you be slightly curious as to just how far up they go for, like, a Christian Eriksen? 
you just say to them, you know, you capitalize on that. You, you don't want to sell them. Of course you don't. But you, 24 hours to go, they've got a lot of money. They seem willing to spend it or they've been panicked into to thinking they need to spend it. You say, all right, well, we've got Ericsson and you can have them for 40 million quid. Wouldn't you be curious to see where they go? Yeah, okay. See if anybody laughs at that. <laughs> He's probably worth that. I'd forgive him. I mean, it, it, you know, yeah. if, if Levy did that, it, it sounds like you can have 40 million for a player that that is probably above his current valuation. And it's an enormous, it's like a 30 million profit on what we paid for him. We've got I Alex think, Pritchard now as well, don't forget. We've got Pritchard. Well, yeah. We've got Sun. And Deli Ali. Deli Ali. It's not the worst idea. I mean, I'd, I'd hate to see Ericsson go, but you just, you got to play the market sometimes. He's, anyway, uh, that was my, my bit of creativity. I, I had a slow day. What can I say? I think the argument against it would be that we play the market a bit too much already. We have uh, done, but I mean, given our the, propensity to lose our better players, I don't think people would quite enjoy us touting and uh, <laughs> shaking our better ones around Europe. Dan, dangle Kane in front of already uh, do. Woodward and Van Hal. Yeah, have a go. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't be that popular with it. How much is sixty fucking million on Marita? That's well, the thirty-six to start with, um, and then it could rise depending on uh, that. That's that's what Misa told me. So if it's wrong, then blame him. Blame Mesa. We'll yeah. just we'll get him back on the pod and delete his audio again. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. What? <laughs> With Raj in his fragile state. I can't believe you could be that cruel. Yeah, he made fun of my Sky Sports gambit. What? It's free, it's free game. I wasn't, I wasn't listening. It's free game. It's, 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 nah, it's good. alright, it's alright. We'll, we'll paper over it then. Paper over it. Um, well, does Jack try to have a go at me? No. Oh, never, no, no, no. never. Never, never, never. Let's go to some of these. We've got fucking hell. We've got, loads unadvisable, of, Jack. we've got loads of listener questions. Let's have a little look here. They've all sent them in on Twitter as well. Who who sent the tweet out and not said not, you didn't put the email address in? Me. That's me. an error. <laughs> Don't do that again, Seb. <laughs> It's a bit anal for us to only ask for them through email. I think well, I do generally honest. agree with it, but I was rushing. I was on, on my way home, and, and Jack had said he wanted to record, and I was like, "I'm coming, I'm coming." Um, and what were you two talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Zane, come on! This is uh, we've had one from Zane. This is this is a bit negative. He said the lad from One Direction. Uh, it could well be. He should be pretty happy. He's a millionaire. He's never going to have to worry about anything, is he? You know, well, that's a bit of a fallacy, isn't it? Money doesn't well, buy happiness, guys. Yeah. In a world where Sun is our last signing, what are some reasons to remain optimistic? Well, Sun's a really, really good player to start with. We've got a decent team still. That, 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 I can't, can't stress enough. That Sun signing for less than twenty million pounds is exceptional. Right, a, a two-footed attacking player is. Asian player of the year. I mean, he's not, that's not a that's not a budget. Let's pick him up because he's around. Kind of Stambouli signing. That's a really good player, straight into the first team kind of player. He'll sell our shirts, mate. You know. Oh god, that yeah. So you got to love that one. Can you uh, any any reasons to 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 remain optimistic, Raj? I think we play okay. Sorry, you go for it, Raj. Um, I'm already optimistic I don't see any reason not to be I think it's a bit negative to think of any other thing it's just a I think that might be my natural sunny disposition it's not not reflecting in your voice today mate I have to say 
Walk us through the well, last 24 hours, Shea Baines. It's just been, you know, packing things away, isn't it? Going up and down in attics and garages. Okay, all right. Well, I'll give not, you another reason to be optimistic. I quite, I quite, um, I like our centre-back pairing. I thought we, um, I think Alderweireld and Vertonghen look really good together. And um, as we said, we said before Raj came on, it, I, we, we, we defended really well against Everton generally. As the, the occasional kind of bit of Carl Walker brain melting. But um, other than that, we were we were pretty solid. I think I think we're a pretty useful looking, not useful yet, but we're we're kind of um, we just look a more stable team than we were last year, which is nice. And that's without Ericsson, without a second forward. So I think all things considered, everything's quite healthy. Yeah, there you go, there you go, Zane. There's your answer. Um, let's have a look here. We've had one from. What the fuck is Paul Mitchell doing? I don't know Bradley, but thank you for the question. Le, uh, Bradley, Bradley Lebetkin. What the fuck is Paul Mitchell? Bradley, I have to say, like one of the things I hate most in this world is excessive use of exclamation and, and question marks. Like four. One, one will suffice, won't it? Well, one, but also just you know, it's almost as bad as, as when people do the the exclamation question mark in combination thing. Literally can't stand that. One thing I can't stand is like when you get an email from a client. And they, 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 they highlight certain parts of their email in bold. Oh, or, God, or so, put, so passive aggressive. Or they'll put italics on things like, does this make sense in italics? Fuck off, mate. Mm. Uh, Jack, Can you resize an image? Does this make sense? Oh, I don't know, mate. Maybe. <laughs> Do you want to take me through it? Any reason you fucking hired me? Um, this is the David Bellamy voice again right there. <laughs> um... <laughs> Here we go. Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. This is a good question from Joe Cooper, who I think we had on last year. Um, what band of clubs do you consider Spurs currently to be part of? Liverpool, Arsenal, or more Everton, Swansea? Well, I'd say Arsenal and Liverpool aren't in the same band of clubs, personally. We don't compare to anyone. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that, Raj. Well, yeah. I'd agree with that. I think Arsenal are kind of on their own. Um... If 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 I had to say we were like anyone, I'd say we're like Liverpool, really. If we were to group us into a band, but I'd still be more inclined to agree with you that we're kind of on our own little. I think because Liverpool have a Liverpool have a bigger budget than us, Probably, so Liverpool yeah. are kind of like a I don't know they're they're more of an underachieving Arsenal, really. I'd say anyway. I think it's it's Chelsea, City, Arsenal, United, wasn't Liverpool. And then Swansea, Southampton, and then everyone else really has got their own. I think it's it's almost little bands of two. Everyone you can finish above each other there. Maybe one will creep above here because they've had a better set of results, um, just because of form and lack of Europe and things like that. Um, but it's all it's all much of a muchness once you get to a certain point. I don't think you should be, especially nice. in the position Spurs are at the moment. You shouldn't be comparing yourselves to anyone else um, because we are in such a such a state of flux, and it's going to be a while before we actually know where we stand properly. Because we are, you know, we've got one foot in the door somewhere else and one foot out the door elsewhere, and it's a it's it's going to be one of the biggest periods of change at the club. Um, probably since the, the last change of ownership, which is what, 20-odd years ago now, maybe? No, it can't be that long. 
I think it's about, I think it's about yeah, 16. 17, I think. 16, yeah. So, getting there. Um, so, it's, it's no, it's not an insignificant thing that the club are currently going through. Um, so, you know, the, the displeasure and things are obvious in, in that football's a pastime and and being a fan of something, you, you're probably just there for enjoyment. Um, but the fact that we're not really providing that in the in the terms of results at the minute is, is obviously going to frustrate, especially so early on to the season when people are, have come off a summer where they've uh, they've been frustrated already. It's um it's going to be probably quite a long couple of years for us, given that it's it's not likely to be any more different than this. Maybe we will sign the odd sun type signing here and there where they do present themselves but I don't imagine that'll be the norm I think that's probably just you know the the TV money showing its, its muscle and, and the fact that we have cleared so many out of the the wage bill and and, and what have you um, so I'm as I said earlier I'm I'm reasonably positive and, and realistic about it I mean I, I put out that article the other day about all the different things um that were present at Tottenham, um, you know, was was neatly packaged and whatnot when it was when it was edited and sent out. But it was essentially just a a two thousand odd word rant. Um, it was a good was, piece, that though, mate. Yeah, Salient points that. all round. Okay. Yeah. His, his, we've had a we've had a bit of an essay, but it's good um, from Greg Taylor on the Facebook page, actually. Um, He's said on here, do you think that this is a fair assertion of the transfer situation, guys? Signings like Sun come out of the left field because we're not Tottenham coaches, scouts, managers or board members. We're spectators. We're not involved. Everything we say is an assumption based upon what we perceive from the media. Like every other business, and Spurs is a business, there will have been a strategy in which Pochettino has likely been involved and potential targets identified. We will have primary targets and secondary targets. Our primary targets are difficult to achieve as we're not set up yet to compete financially with the big boys. So I like that expression. Uh, our secondary targets are contingencies, but it doesn't make them automatically crap. Merely because we can't get our primary targets, the reasons for which could be financial or a lack of will to join Spurs by the player or a lack of will by his club to sell to us. Occasionally it could be that a player is on our radar but isn't expected to become available. Sudden murmurings of discontent with his current situation may have alerted us. We have no way of knowing. We can't throw money at players dash clubs like the bigger boys but compared to the majority of other clubs in the EPL we can. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I, I think the selling point there is about the transfer market and the kind of the changing availability of players because a lot of fans seem to make the mistake that I mean, seem to believe that the transfer market is as it was in Championship Manager, whereas the players they click on him and you make a bid and you know you, you either get him or you don't. Whereas in reality, you can have a target whose you know, personal circumstances are changing, his relationship with a coach or an owner is changing, or teammates. And I, I think that's some, some probably a good example of that. He he's he wanted to play in England for a long time, not necessarily for Tottenham, but what's clearly happened, I, well, not what clearly, what I imagine has happened is that he, he has this ambition to play. Um, Leverkusen understand that the longer he stays there, the more his value will diminish because of his contract. And 
we have a vacancy in our side for a player of his caliber and we're also able to offer the wages that that make it worthwhile and it's just one of those kind of circumstantial transfers which i don't know i guess everybody wins from but it's it's yeah you of course there are sort of primary secondary and tertiary objectives in a transfer window um yeah i think it's, it's a long question greg I think it's, it's good. Yeah, it was a uh, more though. statement than question. Yeah, it? exactly. But it's nice to see some people chatting to us on Facebook because we haven't actually put anything <laughs> on there at all. But no. uh, just to let you know, I Greg, we had a Facebook after I made it. Yeah, it's nice to span the span the thing. Do you know, I've noticed as well? If you post just the Acast link on Twitter, it gives you a little inbuilt player on Twitter, which That's is pretty cool. Nice. I quite yeah. like that. It's nice that within the tweet. Um, so I've been We've trying to share some... out from mine just the Acast link. We've got Noshad Ali. He's come back. Third week of row, Noshad. Well done. Um, uh, he's got two questions. They're both quite short, though. Uh, first is, whose first team place is under the most threat with the signing of Sun? Oh. Chadley, probably. Yeah. yeah. Of course, so. Uh, the second, which well, is a little Eric Lamellas. Cool. There you go. Where is... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even in the first team at the moment. He's on the bench of the weekend. That place is also under threat at the moment, I'd have thought. Um, Okay, the second question. Uh, It's a bit more debatable. Um, Also, uh, Danny Rose has once again been overlooked by England uh, due to his late late return from uh, injury. Should he opt for Jamaica? Um, Wait, sorry, there's a bit of a a sentence um, anomaly here. Basically, what he's saying is, should he tell England to fuck off, basically, I think. It sounds like some sort of 70s joke there, doesn't it? I, like, you know. I, I don't... I don't, um, I don't agree. Danny Rose is on international duty. Jamaica? <laughs> no, he wanted to. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you should have played the Yakety Sax again as well. Then, I know. Right? Yeah, top that. Um, oh, fucking not her again. <laughs> I, I don't um, I understand why Danny Ray's been left out but can I just say that Kieran um, Kieran Gibbs has been included in the England squad after playing seven minutes this season all season I just think for fuck's sake come on you've got a reward like, Danny Ray's has at least played a full 90 uh, and he's a better player than Kieran Gibbs as well so I so no he shouldn't, shouldn't go and play for Jamaica just yet I don't think he doesn't seem to be fancied, though, does he? Which I don't overly care about, to be honest with you. I'd rather he didn't play for England, to be honest. No, I'd rather as many of our players stay away from there. I mean, I, I do understand there probably is a, a, an argument to be had that it gives players a bit of a confidence boost and what have you to be called up to the national team. But in terms of them just getting fucking lacerated by the press and by fans and... Anything else, if they make any sort of a fuck-up on international duty, I just can't be arsed for it, really. don't know. I hate international football, really. Unless it's the World Cup, then I like it. Which is kind of like the pinnacle of international football. But, yay, I'm a complicated guy, you know? Not everything I say makes sense. Very little of what I say makes sense, actually. But I'm sure everyone's well well aware of that by now. Mark Kennett. (laughs) There you go. So, Danny Rose... Don't go to Jamaica. Don't go to Jamaica. Mark can I ask? Well, not not in terms of like ever. I'm sure it's very nice place, but, just but don't, yeah, don't I mean, like, international future. Yeah. Um, should the Schengen Treaty be abandoned? Mark, 
the Schengen, it's not a treaty, it's an agreement. The Schengen Agreement is part of, I think, the Amsterdam Treaty. Um, and that, in part, allowed for like free movement of European citizens without passport across international borders. The UK didn't sign it back in 1997, so I don't think we can abandon it just yet. We signed the treaty, just not the Schengen Agreement bit of it. There you go. I just read that out to feel clever. Um, is that funny on me? It's texting you. I was just like, no, that's a, gen- that's a genuine question on the Twitter account. It's a yeah. Is it, what's it got to do with? Okay, so with what um, the free movement of players? No, no, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not football related, really. It's um, it, it's just a society thing. It's a sort of um, the as part of the the Amsterdam Treaty. There's a like a, a clause. Known as the Schengen Agreement. Well, what is he asking in terms of, of migrants? Yeah, I think so. I think he's got. I don't know, maybe, maybe he doesn't really know what our podcast is about. No, well, know. you know, I'm happy to broach it. I mean, no, I like the Schengen Agreement. So there was um, those German fans um, quite wonderfully with their um, with their signs all saying "Refugees welcome," um, which is always pleasant to see when you know there's actually some compassion and heart shown by people and they will often happen especially into Germany I think they must have about 10 times as many refugees accepted over the past few um, weeks and months of um, of you know uh, uh, the, the Calais incidents and whatnot than the UK have we seem to preoccupied spending money on building a big fuck off fence yeah. Um, yeah. so it's uh, it's a it's a it's a touchy subject I imagine but it's um, uh, it's one where you know I often feel quite sorry for these people uh, rather than angry <laughs> that they're wanting to uh, uh, to look for a better life for themselves. That they're trying to escape a pretty hor- horrifying home situation, yeah. Yeah, That's I don't think they'd be swimming the channel for a giggle, uh, to be quite honest with you. No, mate, they, uh, they, 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 they're doing that for, you know, whatever... 80 quid a week or whatever they get yeah. on benefits, you know, so they can come and live like a king. But I don't know, I can't really be asked to get into this one, to be honest. It's uh, something I'll start ranting about and getting to. I, I mean, I'm in agreement with you two. Don't, I'm not, I'm not going to rant in the opposite direction, just to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> um, Broadway Danny Rose, let's have a look, who is at King26Ledley. Good at handle that. Um, between Pato, Waniyama, Berahino, Witzel, Song, who do you think we will sign and who do you think we should sign? I think- uh, Song. Song's gone to West Ham already. Oh, is he? Yeah. I'll scratch that one off. Yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, well, I don't, think we'll, we'll, I don't think we'll do anything tomorrow. Probably not, no. Don't, I, don't, I don't think, I think it's redundant. I don't think you put, I think Waniyama will stay. I think Pato's bollocks. As in the story is bollocks, um, and yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think as much as people try to argue that it wasn't, I think Berahino was done as soon as we signed Son, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, no. And I, I think we've all said before. We said last week. I don't. The amount of money West Brom seemed to want for him, I don't think we want any part of that. Right. Twenty twenty plus million pounds for him is just too much. Much too much. Andre Ayew is looking all right for Swansea, isn't he, lads? You yeah. both called that one. Good player. He's on an awful lot of money, though, isn't he? 90 grand a week. 
fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Gomis is on about 80, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. So. He's got a £7 million buyout clause, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably have a punt on him at the moment as well, to be honest. Deadline day. He's in very good form. He's old and... The it's... thing that worries me about him is the fact that he gets these heart murmurs. I know they're not fatal, but that just scares the shit out of me. As soon it is as, scary. You know, the possibility of that happening is... Because it happened quite often when he was in France and it happened when he was playing against us, didn't it? Well, it's horrible, mate, yeah. a wobbly moment. Having been there for the Mwamba incident and then seeing it happen again on the pitch at White Lane was not pleasant. Like, but... No, that was chilling, but it was horrible. Uh, it, w- it wasn't particularly good. Um, All right, so West, West Brom have just sold Brown a day to Olympiacos. Why didn't we buy him then, Levy? <laughs> he was fucking so quality for them. That uh, that Berahino's going as well if he's if he's out. So I think that is that must be dead. So look, we've got well, one. Listen from... to what an international break does to us. Did um. Did West Brom ever sing Brownie Day to the um, tune of Perfect Day by... um, Oh, good shout, Matt. Good shout, Matt. Low read. What, like, it's such a brownie day, something like that? Sorry about that. Yeah. Was that a sneeze? I thought you farted. Yeah, I was going to say you farted when you sneezed there, didn't you, Seb? Oh, I sneezed. Oh, dear. You know when you get to Seb's age, it's coming and you can't really help it. He's he's pissed himself as well. (laughs) <laughs> Good thing he's got his uh, incontinent snappies on. Oh, you're six months younger than me. For fuck's sake, mate! I'm just, I'm just glazing over that. Glazing over that. I'm about ten years younger than you in mental years as well, mate. So you know <laughs> that counts for something. Um, listen to Rod liven up when he got to make an age gag. Yeah, the happiest he sounded all pod. Yeah, fucking isn't so it? So cruel. Let's. Uh, I, t- I thought this would be a oh, nice segue into. Did you, did you apologise to your mother for the joke I made about crossing the road the week? Was she amused? Was she? No, I, no, I, I shouldn't mention it. So I, maybe she she didn't listen to that episode. But either way, I'm not going to sort of I'm not going to voluntarily bring it up. I just be when she does, make sure you apologise. Yeah, it was more aimed towards hurting you yeah. than her. I think she knows that. It's okay. Here we go. This is a good one. Tim Abel, uh, at Tim Abel 6, has asked us, and he, he's from up around your way, Raj, actually. He's a Yorkshire lad, Tim. Um, just as an interesting side there. Wasn't really going anywhere. Um, which Spurs player would win Star Baker on Great British Bake Off? And then he adds a second question. Would you bang Mary Berry? Which... Uh, Hugo Lloris wins uh, Star Baker. Oh, without question. Because... Lloris wins, yeah. His French culinary skills, I reckon he could do a good croissant. Just to, you know, make sure we get all the stereotypes in there. He'll have frog's legs in there and, and garlic. Um, I think we should pass the Mary Berry question on to Seb, given that's no, where he's no, back. No, 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 he, no, he, no. He, that's not... incest. It's Auntie Mary, you know. Like... <laughs> we're not, we're not that kind of pod. We're not, we're not, this is not like... Yeah. Rule the Roost does the lab Bible. That's not like a, a we special... We could tap into a new market, mate. Yeah, we'll brush over that. No, we don't want to be in that market, mate. That's a terrible market full of awful people. I don't know. You know, we could see if someone... No, I'm not going to start calling out websites. You know, <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> named after men. 
three letter names. Um, dot co. dot uk. Uh, employ unfunny photoshoppers. You know, <laughs> make dad gags. Criminally unfunny. Yeah. yeah. Homophobic bands. For apparent reason. Yeah. 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 There we go. You. You. you yeah. Enemy of comedy. Yes. <laughs> to even associating with comedy is an act worthy of punishment in itself um which but i I don't know i I like to think one of the belgian lads might i i as much as i i I diss him on his footballing ability diss you see i'm there with kids um i hope mr dembele could could be quite a quite a fiend in the kitchen Potentially, he did himself a mischief on the weekend, didn't he? When he, he kicked the floor, I'm never going to celebrate him. a Spurs player being injured. I'll just leave that there. <laughs> I, uh, I think he's given himself a turfy tour like Danny Rose, so we'll see him in about six years. Trenchfoot, yeah, Trenchfoot. It was turfy tour. I'm quite, I'm quite liking it. I don't know if you've, uh, if you lads have seen. There's this. Uh, there's, I don't know who he is or what his deal is. Well, I know what his deal is. There's a chap on Twitter who's trying to actually get like a whole levy out movement going, and there's a picture of him in his living room holding a big uh, oh, levy out sign. But as the internet is that the living does, room that his wife and kids have just recently left him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but as the internet does, is there any furniture in that living room? There's a, one. There is a can of 7-Up Free. Um, there's a pair of pants on the radiator in the background. And there's a plate on the sofa. And a weird kind of... Oh, looks like a father... Awful. There's like a father Christmas blanket on the floor behind him. And he's wearing a sh- T-shirt that says Boss on it. Um, but as I was saying, so he's holding a levy out sign. Um but uh, the internet has taken to changing what's on the sign. So there's <laughs> lots of things like my anal blisters are all extremely <laughs> aggressive. Um, God bless the internet. Let's have a look at a few other ones on here. I'll probably I'll retweet some of these from the uh, from the account a bit later on when people know what we're talking about. I don't know, but have a look out for it. But has uh, got any momentum as a as in the original form. Oh, really, I mean, I don't know. Let's hope it does, and we can drop a Molotov on all of those. That are, uh, no, it's, that was really dark, wasn't that it? That was actually? very dark. That was quite dark. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, I yeah. went, I went, I went to the dark recesses there. Window into the soul. That moment. Mm, I know. I shouldn't, shouldn't have gone there. I'm going to edit that bit out. I'm not going to edit that bit out. <laughs> I'm going to let people know I'm not. I'm I'm not a man that's to be fucked with. No, you got sort of an underlying menace. I don't think it's a bad thing that that's out there. Just a kind of so, uh, people might think I'm this big dumpy lovable rogue, but really, no, nah, mate. No, nah. I get I order Ubers and murder the drivers and stuff. You know, it's kind of <laughs> that's even darker. <laughs> that's what I do. And then just say it's a political statement about them stealing the money of black cab drivers or something, you know, when really it's just to f- feed my thirst. <laughs> I, I think you should stop. <laughs> Do you reckon? Is there not another yeah. question for us today? Um, the might. Oh, here we go then. At EBBP, unpleasant gentleman, um, asks, if the three of you were in an overly laden hot air balloon, who would end up being thrown off the side? Um, Jack? No, I'd, I'd say you, mate. You're the biggest, so... That's I'd, a good point. Yeah, yeah. I'm taller, but I, I... 
I reckon that I there's less mass to me than there is to you. No, I wouldn't agree, mate. I've seen your pictures. I've seen your pictures. I'm six foot five and about thirteen and a half, fourteen stone. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that, mate. I reckon we'd probably both turn on Seb, to be honest, because we. I'm, 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 I'm overly polite habitually, so I'd probably just jump out. <laughs> just, just to avoid the awkwardness, I've just, just been just been trapped with us. Just, no, I, I, I just, yeah, I, I feel too bad. I, I, I take the plunge. I reckon we'd eat sub for. <laughs> <laughs> what would that achieve? Uh, just to get Jack back on meat. I don't like. I just don't like animals. I don't care about. You just heard my last little segment. I don't. I don't really have much. Love for people. Animals are like that. Maybe I could go cannibal. That could be an idea. Um, what has happened to you over the weekend? I don't really know, mate. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I feel like I'm. I'm entering entering a new phase. It's not so much existential crisis anymore. It's more about looking to. I tell you, it's, 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 it's this international break. It's like a. It's like a football. Football's equivalent of a full moon. That's a weird thing for people. I'm also, I'm almost quite happy about it though. Oh, I'll tell you, um, uh, given the you know transfer window talk, um, Huddersfield played Arsenal this weekend, um, and they managed to lose after being much the better side for ninety minutes. They managed to lose with QPR's only shot on target in the second half in like the last five minutes of the game, um, which was you know pleasant. Um, but I saw Charlie Austin in the flesh um, for the first time against the Huddersfield defence that. Need I remind you, conceded after 18 seconds of that touching the ball in their last home game. And he was appalling. Um, he was technically all over the place. He he can't hold up the ball. He can't lead the line. Um, he had one sniff at goal, like a half chance, which went wide. Other than that, he was, he was completely anonymous. I don't, I'm, I'm sure he probably had less than 10, 20 touches in the second half. He was, you know not present in, in the slightest so if that's you know what we expect from him in the Premier League then I'm not sure that's that's what we should uh, be even rumoured with to be honest he's um, I think he needs a partner to be the the short scrappy one to be playing off of and, and just you know be attacking little second balls and bouncing balls and things when when QPR flooded forward, he was always making runs and, and darting in and out of the box. None of them found him. And that seemed to be when he was more interested. But away from that, he seemed to offer nothing. Um, and I don't think that's what we should be um, being tempted to be linked with. I mean, over the past few weeks when we've been talking about how much we don't, we don't want Berahino for the prices we've been, been telling people to us, okay, what about Charlie Austin for 10 to 15 million? And, and previously, given his goal scoring record and, and the fact that he was playing in such a poor side, there was a society that may, um, you know, slightly be tempted. But having seen him play prop in the flesh and actually, you know, kept an eye on him while the player was elsewhere on the park and you're actually just watching to see what he does, it was, it was very little. Um, it was, it was one of the least performances I've seen also playing that day was um, former Tottenham youth teamer Massimo Luongo and uh, he to do his best to get he he proceeded to try and get himself sent off without being sent off he he should have been sent off in the first half for a a period of just kicking players um, which QPR as a team seemed 
until we adjusted to the championship very well and uh, have got very physical very quickly. Um, and he, he spent an awful lot of time playing as like a off-the-shoulder, almost second striker, which was odd, given that I thought he was a central midfielder. But he he wasn't too impressive. He didn't get his foot on the ball all too often. I mean, it was a fairly poor QPR performance. The only player of note for them was really... Um, Matt Phillips, who threatened every time he went anywhere, just because his his pace is is uh, something that few teams can deal with when a, a player has natural pace like that and, and a shot on the end of it. It was uh, that was their only real outlet. Everyone else was exceptionally poor. Well, we got another one that's come through just now saying um, that our um, one of our striking options for tomorrow is. James Wilson on loan from Manchester United. <laughs> and that is just, that's just Fraser Campbell. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, James I've Wilson got a soft spot. Play, mate. Absolutely nothing. I've got a soft spot for Fraser Campbell because he's from Huddersfield, but um, James Wilson's not ready yet. He's, I mean, I remember when I uh, did a jokey tweet from the Ruler Rooster account saying, oh, James Wilson, Palmland, Harry Kane, or what have you, when just as Harry Kane was starting to come into the side. Um, and he was still that that period, you know, before everyone realised that Harry Kane was really good, where he was scoring, and we were just pretending as if, you know, he's he's rubbed a monkey's claw and he's suddenly <laughs> scoring. Um, in that period, where it was a bit, um, I did it, and the Manchester United fans got very angry because they were like, man, you know, he what, in a couple of years, James Wilson's going to be the best English striker, um, and all that sort of nonsense. And um, he doesn't appear to have come on too much. Um, Van Hal, after saw promoting him to the first half, first uh, first team last year, doesn't seem to have done much with him. And um, I don't think he's one for us to be hanging our out on at the moment. If we're going to be playing youth team as in the first team, may as well throw him one of our own. Precisely, um, like, and not, do somebody else a favour. Not exactly. Not too keen on. Yeah. I um, I was. For work, I was I was doing a little bit of um, I watched most of the Toulon tournament over the summer, and James Wilson was in that squad, and he was like a third choice forward within that group, behind Chibrakpong, who's currently who, who is a good player, but who's who's on loan at Hull Hull City at the moment, and that that's his level. Wilson made a couple of substitute appearances, and he was just yeah, there's nothing special about him at all. Um, not now and then ever will be. He's a he's a mid level. He's kind of um, Man United have that habit of, of because they've had a bit of a fallow couple of years. Anytime there's a bit of there's a glimpse of potential in someone, uh, like a, a little glint to, to talent, they embrace him as as the next something. They they've, they've been doing it with Janazai, who although a better prospect than than Wilson is is a you know is a, just a, a second tier second tier winger really. And Wilson would add nothing, and yeah, like I'd much rather you know stick uh, Josh Onima up front than, than play him. How about old Makeda? He was uh, he was he was yeah, a world class talent, man. wasn't he? He's at someone like Doncaster now or something, isn't he? Somewhere. Yeah, fair play to him. At least scored he's got a goal. One. Yeah, exactly. Scored a goal. It's good goal as well. Yeah, very yeah, good Aston goal. Villa, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it's something something to tell the grandkids that. You know, I had money on that game as well. Nice, good moment. Maybe you should give him some back now, mate. You probably uh Well I had like twenty quid on it. I mean took <laughs> <laughs> yeah. took a big thirteen home, but that's quite a long time ago. Not sure I'm giving him any of that thirteen quid though. 
I quite like this. The whitest walker at Furious Piles. Hello, Kev. Good lad. Um, which Gareth has the worst haircut? God, that's on. Probably local radio that did you. What's that? <laughs> Hello, Kev. Bale, uh, he's, oh, I just don't know him. Um, Bale or Keenan? Keenan. Bale's bad, but he has. Keenan's just. Yeah. Bale's Keenan. beard is disgusting at I the moment. I don't mind Gareth Bale's look. No, his beard's awful, mate. He can't grow. If you can't grow a proper beard, don't keep it on your face. And he can't grow a proper beard. Right. Bale's problem has always been his face, though. It's not his hair, or like, <laughs> it's kind of he just has a bad, not a bad face, but just he just he's such an uncool-looking person. And it doesn't matter what he does with anything around his face. It's still Gareth Bale's face. He just looks like a sort of he'll always look like an awkward teenager. He's just very very good at football. The word yeah. you're looking for is ugly. Yeah, I didn't want to be unkind, though. I just, you know. I mean, Gareth Bale's got enough going for ugly man's probably not the worst thing in the world. No, I guess not. But he, he's, he is quite a silly-looking person, even with normal hair. But it's something about British players, when they go abroad, they they just, they feel compelled to do something stupid with their hair. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, Michael Irwin didn't, because I don't know, it's probably beyond him to... It's too boring, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely. Have we had any questions about um, the new Challenge Cup? Uh, well, I say no. The, the reigning Challenge Cup winner, Jack, by any chance? Uh, I don't think we have, mate. Lee Rhino's 50 nil. Jesus Christ, that, I, I weren't expecting that. I was uh, so a surprise. It's just... <laughs> just shoe on the in. I don't care anymore. Is it 50 nil? You guys can talk about behold. I'll talk about fifty nil. It was nice. the the largest. Um, I think the previous was like thirty two points. The largest winning man man mar, margin. Jesus, don't give me word out. It was lovely about that. Um, was the, um, Tom Briscoe five tries. The the the, the widow who um, who sang the hymn at the beginning. That was that was very. Yeah, good. Lizzie Jones. Yeah. Sang, was, um, uh, if you if you're not aware of it. Um, Danny Jones uh, was a Welsh international rugby league player. He played for Keithley Cougars, um, which is just outside of Leeds and Bradford. And um, he, he he felt ill during a game a few months back, and he got taken off um, and went to hospital. And he died of a heart complaint because uh, he hadn't been heart screened. Um, so it was obviously a massive uh, tragedy amongst the sport. Much as it it would have been had Muamba passed away, it was much like that with. With a much worse ending, essentially, and uh, his his uh, his widow on the weekend with their newly born twins um, that were brought onto the pitch. She sang "Abide with Me" very well, um, and and sort of did it as a solidarity and as a as a mark of respect for her husband. Um, and the wonderful thing about rugby league is, and and I said this previously, when it comes to a cup final occasion. It's not just what you have at football where it's two teams and corporates inside the stadium. Every single fan of, of whatever club it is up and down the t- up and down the league will come in their in their own colours and it'll be you know, there'll be the majority of both ends will be each club but filling in the other seats because there isn't as much corporate because uh, it is much smaller sport is is fans of everyone else so somebody tweeted me and went oh it's a bit odd to see you know Bradford Bulls fans at a final where Leeds are playing and Hull KR are playing but it's just such a nice environment and everyone's a bit more sensible than 
perhaps you are when you go to the football. Um, everyone can go, but the result in itself was um, was fantastic. The Rhinos are on for a treble now, um, which is unprecedented. We've never done that before, so um, I'm very much looking forward to see how this how this season um, ends. Because it, uh, if you want to see how rugby league is played, and if you want to see why, you know, bring it up and and tell it as one of my favourite sports, and and it you know it is. Um, why I spent so many years of my life playing it if you go on iPlayer and watch the highlights of that game you'll see one of the, the best teams uh, doing what they do best and they do spin the ball around really. I mean even if you don't like rugby it's, it's, it's not, worth watching know, with, these with... It's, it's, they're, 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 I mean it's just a kind of it's a brand of rugby league that is, is it'll excite even people that have no interest in the sport it's um yeah it's not just for purists yeah, it's uh, fantastic, especially with Kylie and Jamie and Sir Kev uh, retiring. And well, I say retiring, he's going to the shit spot, isn't he? Um, so he may as well be. Um, with those three retiring, um, it's nice to have at least one trophy banked and another two possible. So we'll see how that goes. So shy. How long have you two been on the? Fun already because we don't need to do two parts because we've not got another. Yeah. We're we're up to fifty six minutes. Oh, have we got any more questions? Don't think we do. Should we? I'm I'm quite hungry. Should we? Um, should we kill it? Yeah, let's kill it. <laughs> so hungry. Yeah. If you uh, if you do feel in any way inspired to listen to any of the previous episodes of Rule the Roost podcast, you can do so on iTunes. Or on Acast, if you download the Acast app, um, I guess at acast.com or in the App Store or some shite. Um, you can also listen to our random outpourings on Twitter at rtrpod um, and also come to the website at rtrpod.com. Um, that's all from us. We'll talk about some more stuff next week. Try and enjoy the international break, everyone. Come on, England. No, I don't. I don't really mean that at all. No, that's proper UKIP now. Ugh. Take that back, Jack. That's, no. That was, yeah. I've shown my true colours. Goodbye. <laughs> Who are England even playing? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no, who cares? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.